lessons to be shaken. Balancing, she ran along the roof and then leaped onto the next building. A tile shifted under her feet as she landed. The winged lion dove for her again, and she scooped up the broken tile and threw it. Spinning in the air, it hit the lion's face. He turned his head before it could strike his golden eye. Uh-oh, she thought. Too close. Jailin ran again. He was right behind her. She imagined she felt his warm breath on her neck. She had to try something else. The goal was straightforward. She had to jump onto the lion's back and ride him before he forced her off the roof to the ground. But how to do it? Be swift. Be bold. Be unexpected. How many times had she heard those words? Jailin had come to the temple the day after her 11th birthday, and at least twice a day, the drummers would chant them as they beat out the rhythm of morning exercises. Then the masters would repeat them during the ritual to welcome sunset. So a full year of hearing those words meant, it means think, she ordered herself, and run faster. Pivoting, she raced down the roof. She pushed harder with each stride until she was leaping. It wasn't going to be enough. He was going to catch her. Time to be unexpected, she thought. As the lion dove for her, she threw her sword at him. It flashed as it spun through the air. The lion caught it, trapping the hilt between his front paws at the same moment Jailin reached the edge of the roof. She jumped off the roof as the lion fumbled the sword, hurling herself into the air, and she landed half on and half off the lion's back. She hung on to his wing and, twisting her body, pulled herself upright. Burying her hands in his mane, she wrapped her legs around his broad chest. I did it! Surprised by her sudden leap, the lion dropped her sword. It fell flashing in the dawn light until it clattered in the courtyard below. There it lay, silver against the black stone, glistening like a dead snake between the obsidian sculptures. Roaring, he soared over the temple. Jailin felt the wind batter her face. The wind roared in her ears as loudly as the lion himself. The lion aimed for a trio of green mountains, his wings pumped beneath her, and she felt his powerful back muscles strain. Sunlight pierced her eyes, and she squinted until the lion plunged into a cloud. Mist swirled around them, erasing any sense of up or down, sky or ground. She heard the cries of birds screaming warnings about the sudden appearance of a large cat in their sky. The winged lion twisted and swooped. They burst out of the cloud high above the mountains. Below, between clouds, Jailin could see her island, the imperial island of Shiro, the largest of the hundred islands of Himitsu, a green jewel in the midst of blue ocean. Beneath her, she felt a rumble as the winged lion, Alijan, spoke. You are going to get in so much trouble? Granted it was brilliant, but so much trouble. 
Never fear, though. I will defend you and tell them you are brave beyond brave, exactly like Master Shy when she defeated two. Jailin interrupted him before he could wax on about his hero. As much as she loved that tale of Master Shy, this was not the time. I played the game. You were the evil Koji, and I tamed you. He'd taken the role of a monster, intent on throwing her from her perch, and he'd had instructions to not go easy on her. Your sword, Jailin. You threw it. It's your claws, your teeth. You know how they feel about students who lose their weapons? I think you are clever and inventive and brave, but you know they like their rules. He was right, of course. She might have succeeded in taming him, but they weren't going to like the way she'd done it. She groaned.